Apparently, we've been pronouncing their last name incorrectly this whole time. It's not Kelsey. It's just Kels. Their dad showed up on the podcast, New Heights, and told him that he just got tired of correcting people. And so he just let them call them Kelsey instead of the proper Kels. You know, it'll probably take me a while to call them Kels. Uh, some things I'm slow to change on. Other things I'm I'm very quick to change on. But this, I got a feeling it'll be one of the slow things. Like calling Twitter X. It's it's not super important, so I don't change that quickly. I'll change when everybody else does. It's, like I said, not that important. And, you know, I'm a slacker. So <laughs> I'm not going to put a lot of effort into things that aren't really super, super important. Hey, yo, welcome to the Gen X Slacker Show. It's Wake and Bake Wednesday. Smoke them if you got them. We are going to be using Jason Kels and his performance up in Buffalo, stealing the show from Taylor Swift as our anchor, just because there's a whole lot of memes of him <laughs> at the beginning of the show. I'll, I'll show you some of my favorites, and we'll use that to anchor us to, what is today, the 23rd? of January or 24th. I can't remember what day it is. I've been I haven't had a day off in like 2 weeks from work. So when that happens your days just kind of it's the 24th if I'm remembering correctly. If not, uh, I'll correct myself later. So, we will be remembering the forgotten generation through music and movies and you know memorabilia and stuff starting in 1981 then we will jump to 99, the end of the Gen X portion of the sacred timeline then back to 93 88 82 94 83 95 and hopefully we will end in 1989 if all goes well sometimes time slipping and jumping back and forth um, gets a little tricky so cross your fingers and let's get the show started professor i am sk mishra and i welcome you to the sharp career a slacker is a person who habitually avoids work or lacks work ethic. The term slacker dates back to about 1790 or 1898. In the early to mid-20th century, Sudanese laborers protested their relative powerlessness by working lethargically, a form of protest known as slacking. Slacker became widely used in the 1990s to refer to a subset of apathetic youth who were cynical and uninterested in political or social causes, and as a stereotype for members of Generation X. Coming out of college with a degree doesn't matter. No one can find work. I applied for every single opening in my field, but there's just, there's nothing. Times are hard. You just gonna have to swallow your pride. For Gen Xers, the new reality sees the birth of McJobs and the death of traditional careers. White collar workers are hit the hardest this time. The stereotype of the slacker is born. The whole idea of us being pegged as slackers, I think, came out of the fact that we couldn't get jobs. I'd like to change that to somebody who's not doing what's expected of them. Somebody who's trying to live an interesting life, doing what they want to do. And if that takes time to find, so be it. That's kind of what Gen X was. A bunch of us kind of going like, well, maybe there's like a back door in this bitch. All sorts of independent film, independent music, alternative ways of working. But that doesn't make you a slacker. It actually makes you the opposite. I'm doing the work. I'm baby stepping. I'm not a slacker. Can I go now, Mr. Strickland? Show you Gen X Slacker Pride with some Gen X Slacker Show gear. Just follow the bit.ly links in the description below. Get yourself a hoodie, a hat, a t-shirt, or one of those ever-popular stickers. The kids love the stickers. Hey, yo, it's me, CD, the Gen X Slacker. Welcome to the show. Please follow me on X at real cd mac r e a l s w e d y m a c it's a play on words my initials are c d 
Get it? Ha ha. Just search for Gen X Slacker and look for that big red X. You can't miss it. Oh, I forgot to unpin the darling Nikki show. Let me do that so it can go back to where it belongs at the end of this show. Good morning. Jump on the train. If, if you follow me, I will put you on our uh, Gen X train, our Twitter train, our X train. We got a lot today. I didn't even get everybody on it. I didn't do a train yesterday. My apologies. I worked really late the night before. I think I got a post here, so I won't. I won't. But it, I had an opportunity to get some overtime pay, so I got it. So if I didn't get your name on today's train, I will get it on. I'm, I might do a night train. Just one, just to kind of get back up. But we are growing. We're, we're picking up 10, 12, 15, 20 people a day. Um, how many are we up to now, does it say? Yeah, 2,385. So, yeah, we picked up like 85 since Sunday's show because we were right around 2,300. So we're doing good. We're doing all right. Slow and steady wins the race. Happy birthday, Gen Xer Matthew Lillard. Matthew Lynn Lillard, born January 24th, 1970. An American actor that we all should know. His early work includes Serial Mom and Serial Killer. Sorry, I got a little confused there, Serial and Serial. Uh, he played Serial Killer in Hackers, but he also played Chip in the movie Serial Mom. Uh, Steve-O and SLC Punk, great, great movie. If you haven't seen that, he was in Scream. And more importantly, he's the one that took over from Casey Kasem. He is now the uh, the official voice of Shaggy in Scooby-Doo. He played Shaggy live action in there for a while. But in the animated, he's the voiceover actor, which was originally Casey Kasem. Keep your feet on the ground and creep reaching for the stars. That guy, who was a hero of mine, Growing up, uh, that's he kind of inspired me to get into radio. And so that's why I made a decision. This is a long time ago. Um, season one, I think I announced this. If I ever, if you ever see me do, do stand-up comedy or, or in a club or whatever I'm going to be doing, I'm thinking about maybe putting together a little hypnosis stage show, more like a kind of like a street hypnosis act because I want to get like a five-minute hypnosis act together i will only dress in clothing that is in the style of shaggy from scooby-doo meaning i will only wear brown pants and green shirts it'll be different but it'll always different shirts it's not just going to be like a t-shirt and brown pants like like the character but i'll wear green on top and brown on the bottom it's it'll be a thing Shh, don't tell anybody it'll just be for like my real fans people like you all right, getting things started. January 24th, 1981. Not a lot of data. We have no movie chart. For some reason, 79, 80, and 81, the American public apparently did not go to the movie theaters because there's no chart data until the end of the month, the first week of February. So all we have is the Hot 100 chart, and it is the fifth week at number one for John Lennon. Just like starting over. It's been too long since we took the time. No one's to blame. My no time flies so quickly. But when I see you, darling, it's like we both are falling in love again. It'll be just like starting The Tide is High by Blondie gains one. Eddie Rabbit, I love a rainy night, I love a rainy night. And Diana Ross, it's my turn. Both entered the top 10 of the Hot 100 43 years ago, January 24th, 1981. And now, the end of the Gen X timeline. Welcome to 1999 
At the beginning and the end of the timeline, I always like to remind the newbies how I determine Gen X. I do not do it the normal, quote-unquote, way. The official way is to look at the year you were born, right? 1965 through 1980 is the official Gen X. I look at the year you graduated high school because that's the most important phase of your life as it pertains to movies and music, which is what we do here on the show. 1999, the year we're in right now, is the end because in the year 2000, if you graduated in 2000 or after that, then you're a millennial because that's the new millennia. So 99 is the end of Gen X. Go back 20 years, standard number of years for a generation, and we got 1979. That's how I do it. If you don't like it, tough. Number three movie this week, 1999, John Travolta, A Civil Action. Number two movie this week in 1999, great movie, Robin Williams, Patch Adams. And the number one movie this week in 1999, a repeat, I think, last week it was number one. We watched this last week. Grossing $13,067,175, James Vanderbeek, John Voight, Varsity Blues. In America, we have laws. And it's just accepted that as a member of American society, you will live by these laws. In West Canaan, Texas... There is another society which has its own laws. We woke up in the Twilight Zone. West Canaan, sex and football. That's all there is. <laughs> hey, Mark, let's roll! <laughs> Lance, can I have your autograph? Right here? Tell you these players are just running around flawless. Oh, my boy's too much trouble for you. Oh, no, uh huh. Coach. What the hell are you doing? Changing. Oh, come on. I'm wearing underwear. Does it really bother you? I can handle it. Tell me this insanity's over in a few weeks. Five more games. No more football. No more Kilmer. And if I get into Brown, no more Miss Kane. Yeah! Come on, keep your shirt on, Billy Bob. <laughs> hey, we do things around here my way. You're gonna be second string all your life, boy. This game is 48 minutes for the next 48 years of your life. The hell <laughs> this is your opportunity for here. you. Playing football at West Canaan may have been the opportunity of your lifetime. But I don't want your life. You disobey me, and I will bury you. I know about your scholarship to Brown. Only way we're going back out in the fields without you. Kilmer said, 48 minutes, the next 48 years of our lives. I say we go out there, and we'll leave it all out on the field. We got the rest of our lives to be mediocre, but we have the opportunity to play like gods. Let's be heroes. Happy birthday, Gen Xer, Louis Clemente. Louis Clemente was born January 23rd, 1965. Former drummer for the Bay Area thrash metal band Testament, which I got to see. They came through uh, Virginia Beach when I was a DJ at the Peppermint Beach Club. Excellent show. He was there for the first, like, five albums. Happy birthday, Louis. Taking a look at the Hot 100 chart for January 23rd, 1999. Brandy, have you ever repeats at number one? Save tonight 
by Nina's little brother, Eagle Eye Cherry, jumps three to land at number five. Jewel and the Goo Goo Dolls join the top ten of the Hot 100 on January 23rd, 1999. Meanwhile, over on the mainstream rock chart, it is the ninth week at number one for Metallica's cover of Bob Seger, Turn the Page. Ginger Lynn. Still raining from Johnny Lang climbs two notches and the flies. I got you where I want you enters the top 10 of the mainstream rock chart on January 23rd, 1999, 25 years ago on the alt rock chart. It is the fifth week at number one for Everlast. What it's like. And you really might know what it's like. Never There rebounds back up to the number two spot. Malibu by Hole enters the top ten of the alt-rock chart on January 23rd, 1999. There we go. Memes and mayhem time. (laughs) From Tomahawk Talk, which I think might have lifted this from somebody else. I don't know who originally made it, but that's a great one there. Jason Kels. And our, and our, <laughs> I can't, just looking at it makes me crack up. Chris Farley and the, the Chippendale dancing uh, skit from Saturday Night Live, where Jason is uh, replacing Patrick Swayze. Hilarious. And now we're in 1993, just skipping right along. The number three movie this week, Alive. Number two movie this week in 1993, A Few Good Men, and then Demi Moore. And the number one movie this week in 1993, again, Aladdin, grossing $9,191,493 this week. is released for the first time ever on Disney DVD. I think there's something written here, but it's it's hard to make out. Ten thousand years will give you such a crick in the neck. Like you've never experienced. (laughs) Aladdin, the special edition. Now available. More memes and mayhem from Chief's Kingdom memes. (laughs) There's, There's Jason with Mel Gibson in Braveheart. Freedom! This one's getting a lot of love. We got 20, 20 likes on this one. This is a Gen X only. The the crying Indian guy from the pollution commercials back in the day. Secret nerd base, Leroy Tankins. From Cursed AI. Whoa, Black Betty. Bramble Jam. Actually, it looks pretty tasty. 
If you know, you know from Gen X only, there's a quarter with a hole in the top of the head of uh, George Washington, right underneath the E in the word liberty. These were used by not everybody in Gen X, but a lot of the, the less scrupulous members of Gen X. Uh, you, you would tie some fishing line through that hole, and then you could put it in the, the video game machine, and if you just went down just barely to where it clicked, and then you could pull it right back up, you could get like 99 credits on Donkey Kong. And it was usually good. You could do that in soda machines and in candy machines too. But usually we used it for video games because that was back when the OG gamers used to have to earn money so that you could go out into the world and stand in a public place to play your video games while shoppers from the where laundromat or gro- I used to play in the grocery store because <laughs> that was the only place that had Defender. But we used to have quarters with holes in them. If you ever find one, keep it. It's kind of a a good luck token, I guess. All right. I know it's a little bit out of order, but I had some uh, memes and mayhem in between the movies and the music, and I did not have another birthday. That's why I had them in there. Uh, and because on Tuesday, there's four years that I got to do, and I did three and a half before I had to go to work. And so I did the music charts before I went to work, and then I saw some memes at work when I was at lunch and posted them and then came back last night and did the movie. So that's why it's that way, and that's why it's out of order. I don't mean to confuse anybody. So let's take a look at the Hot 100 chart for 1993. It's the ninth week at number one for Whitney Houston, I Will Always Love You. Deeper by Madonna gains two. I wonder what that's about. <clears throat> that's the dirty-minded people got it. Peebo Bryson and Regina Bell, A Whole New World. The theme there from the Aladdin movie that we just watched the, the trailer to. It finally joins the top ten on January 23rd, 1993. Meanwhile, over on the mainstream rock chart for January 23rd, Def Leppard, Stand Up, Kick Love Into Motion, Three Peats at number one. Mr. Please by Damn Yankees climbs three spots to number six. Nirvana and Extreme both enter the top ten of the mainstream rock chart on January 23rd, 1993. 31 years ago. On the alt-rock chart, Jesus Jones, the devil you know, takes number one from Ned's Atomic Dustbin. Man on the Moon and Duran Duran, Ordinary World, both jump five spots. There's no new entries to the top ten, but the Lemonheads cover of Mrs. Robinson landed at number 11, so pretty sure it'll be in the top ten next week. Here's some memorabilia from the Gen X only group. You remember that? American Gladiator? Great show. From Out of the Box, Cool World. 
Brad Pitt's version of uh, Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Great soundtrack. My Life with the Thrill Kill Cults on there. And just like that, we are in 1988. The number three movie this week, Cher and Nicolas Cage in Moonstruck. Hanging on to the number two spot this week in 1988, Tom Selleck, Steve Gutenberg, Ted Danson, three men and a baby. And repeating at number one this week in 1988, Robin Williams. Good morning, Vietnam! Grossing 14 mil, $158,181 this week. Picture a man going on a journey beyond sight and sound. He's entered the demilitarized zone. Good morning, Vietnam! Ah! Time to rocket from the Delta to the DMZ. It's 0600. What's the O stand for? Oh, my God. It's Mr. Leo. You know, this whole camouflage thing for me doesn't work very well. Why is that? Well, because you go in the jungle, I can't see you. If you're going to fight, clash. That is not what we program here. Surprise, surprise, surprise. You are not funny. You're not going to last long here. Boy, do I have a surprise for you. Good morning, Vietnam. In 1965, Adrian Cronauer was sent to do the impossible. I was sent here on very strict orders from a colonel. What the hell's going on here? His mission? To build morale. Where are you from? Off of uh, Cleveland, man. Obviously, Vietnam's not that much of a change for you. His strategy? Keep them laughing. If someone is not telling the truth, you say that they are full of... His problem? Staying out of trouble. You want to stick to playing normal modes of music. Jim Neighbors, Matovani. Percy Faith. Percy Faith, good! Yeah! He did a very off-color parody of former VP Nixon. The thing is how the VP is such a VIP. Shouldn't we keep the PC on the QT? Because if it leaks to the VC, you can end up in MIA, and then we'd all be put on KP. <laughs> Sir, the man is a walking keg of dynamite. He's read unofficial news. Ethel Merman jams Russian radar. Hello, I've got a feeling. What's he going to be like in six months? Big dogs landing on my face. What's he going to be like when he's ten times as popular? <laughs> What's the weather like out there? It's hot, damn hot, hot and wet. That's nice if you're with a lady, but it ain't no good if you're in the jungle. Touchstone Pictures presents Robin Williams as Airman Adrian Cronauer, the wrong person. Very attractive man, ever saw. Don't think I haven't noticed. In the wrong place. This will not look good on a resume! At the right time. Good morning, Vietnam! What a country. Heat, humidity, terrorism. Still, it's better than New York in the summertime. Happy birthday, Gen Xer Ewan Bremner. Ewan Bremner, born 23rd January 1972, is a Scottish actor. You may know him from Train Spotting and Train Spotting 2. Happy birthday, Ewan. Now let's take a look at the Hot 100 chart for January 23rd, 1988. Michael Jackson, The Way You Make Me Feel, takes number one from George Harrison. NXS, Need You Tonight, and Tiffany could have been. Both climbed two spaces. Expose and Roger entered the top 10 of the Hot 100 on January 23rd, 1988. 36 years ago. On the mainstream rock chart, David Lee Roth, Just Like Living in Paradise, takes number one from Pink Floyd. Sweet Fire of Love by Robbie Robertson picks up a spot. 
Bruce Springsteen, Foreigner, Def Leppard, and NXS Devil Inside all joined the top 10 in the mainstream rock chart on January 23rd, 1988. And a short public service announcement from our good friends at The Golden Teacher. Meditation is a powerful method of cutting through the bullshit. Going all the way back to 1982 with the number three movie, Absence of Malice, Paul Newman and Sally Field. On Golden Pond rebounds back up into the number two spot this week in 1982. And we got a new number one movie this week in 1982. Richard Dreyfus, Whose Life Is It Anyway? You think I'll ever walk again? No. Regain the use of my arms? No. Or my... Or my hands? No. You know that dinner dance next Saturday? I think we ought to tell them we'll be late. (laughs) We seem to be out of the woods. Meaning I can resume my basketball career? No, I think you're a little too short for basketball. Cute. Thank you. You know, Miss Rodriguez, you promised me you wouldn't send any more cute ones in here. Oh, you should have seen the one who was in here last night. Yeah. After lights out, she snuck me out. We went skateboarding. Only trouble was, I was the skateboard. <laughs> okay, I think we can start stepping up your physical therapy now. To what purpose? Are you comfortable, Mr. Harrison? Rodriguez, you give great sheet. Hey, man, this need needs tuning up, you know. When she wind up her bottom, she go like a You know, I've noticed you walking around this room, bending over me, examining my body. It's amazing how relaxed a woman can be when she's not in the presence of a man. He's beginning to realize what he's up against. When you were sculpting and things weren't coming out right, did you quit? No, I didn't. Well, neither do I. There is a rumor going around that you don't want any more treatment. Because I don't want to go on living like this. He's gotten himself a lawyer. Threatens to sue unless we discharge him. I am not asking anyone to kill me. I'm only asking to be discharged. Mr. Harrison is not capable of making any rational decision about his life or his death. That is the question to be decided. The ultimate question in the human comedy. Whose life is it anyway? The internationally celebrated drama, acclaimed by New York and London audiences, is now the motion picture event of the year. Starring Academy Award winner Richard Dreyfus and John Cassavetes. Hmm. We're still kind of having that discussion when it comes to abortion, aren't we? Whose life is it? Anyway. Hmm. Happy birthday, Gen Xer Tiffany Thiessen. Tiffany Amber Thiessen, born January 23rd, 1974. Kelly Kapowski on Saved by the Bell from 89 to 93. And Valerie Malone on Beverly Hills 90210 from 94 to 98. She was a hot one. She still is a hot one. Look at her. Happy birthday, Tiffany. Okay, meanwhile, on the music charts, the Hot 100 for January 23rd, 1982. The 10th week at number one for Olivia Newton-John, Let's Get Physical. Centerfold by the Jay Giles Band climbs two notches. Foreshadowing. We're going to listen to that here in a second. There's no new entries to the top ten, but the Royal Philharmonic Orchestra, hooked on classics, lands at number 11. Maybe we'll get that snuck in here next week. On the mainstream rock chart for January 23rd, 1982, there it is, the Jay Giles Band Centerfold repeating at number one. Angel 
for those about to rock by ACDC jumps three spots to number six. Joan Jett and the Blackhearts and the police enter the top 10 42 years ago, January 23rd, 1982. Hop, skip, and a jump, and now we're in 1994. The number three movie this week, Intersection. Number two movie this week, Mrs. Doubtfire. And repeating at number one, this week in 1994, Denzel Washington, Tom Hanks, Philadelphia grossed $11,588,955 this week in 1994. Highline Incorporated is now represented by Wyant, Wheeler, Hellerman, Tetlow, and Brown. And more specifically, Andrew Beckett. Yes! Bravo! I sincerely appreciate your faith in my abilities. Mr. Beckett! <laughs> How are you? What happened to your face? I have AIDS. Oh. I'm seeking representation. You want to sue Wyant, Wheeler, Hellerman, Tetlow, and Brown? I was diagnosed with AIDS eight months ago during a bout with pneumonia. What's that in your forehead, pal? Hey, Andy, everyone in this room is your friend. I misplaced an important complaint. That's their story. We've been talking it over, your future, that is, and we feel that because we respect you so much, we must be honest with you. Excuse me. Am I being fired? Would you accept a client if you were constantly thinking, I don't want this person to touch me? I have a case. I don't want them to even breathe on me. If you don't want it for personal reasons. Thank you, that's correct, I don't. That's very disappointing. Sir, wouldn't you be more comfortable in a research room? No. Would it make you more comfortable? Beckett, how you doing? Counselor. Did you find a lawyer? There's going to be things said at the trial that are going to be hard for you to hear. I want to know everything about his personal life. What deviant groups did he secretly belong to? I didn't raise my kids to sit in the back of the bus. Is Andrew Beckett the kind of lawyer who misplaces crucial documents? An excellent lawyer. Andrew Beckett is dying. You were impressed with Andrew Beckett's work. Andrew Beckett is angry. What powerful force has caused him to change his mind? And he wants someone to pay. TriStar Pictures presents... The law's been broken. I just want what is fair, what is right. You remember the law, don't you? A Jonathan Demme picture. So let's talk about what this case is really all about. Did you fire Andrew Beckett because he had AIDS? The general public's hatred, our loathing, our fear. In this courtroom, Mr. Miller, justice is blind to matters of sexual orientation. We don't live in this courtroom, do we? Tom Hanks. I love the law. Denzel Washington. Are you gay? Objection! In a story about our lives. Come oh, on, today's a good day. Our fears. And they brought AIDS into our offices. And our humanity. We hate this case. Philadelphia. How many lawyers you go to before you call me? Nine. Happy birthday, Gen Xer, Balthazar Getty. Paul Balthazar Getty, born January 22nd, 1975. His debut was in The Lord of the Flies back in 1990, if you can remember that movie. He played Ralph, who's also on Lost Highway in 97 and had a reoccurring role as Richard Montana in Charmed from 2003 to 2004. That's probably where most of you know him from happy birthday balthazar i just like saying his name <laughs> taking a look at the hot 100 chart for january 22nd 1994 brian adams rod stewart and sting and their song all for love takes number one from mariah carey let's make it The one you hope, the one you want, the one you need. Cause when it's all for us, it's one for 
Again by Tony Braxton climbs two notches. Brian Adams solo, Salt and Pepper, and Celine Dion all join the top ten of the Hot 100 on January 22nd, 1994. Meanwhile, on the mainstream rock chart, it's the eighth week at number one for Pearl Jam. Don't call me daughter. Rush, Gin Blossoms, Stone Temple Pilots, and Nirvana all gain one. Pincushion by ZZ Top debuts at number seven on the mainstream rock chart on January 22nd, 1994. 30 years ago. On the alternative chart, Nirvana, All Apologies, takes number one from the Gin Blossoms. I wish I was like you, easily amused. Daughter by Pearl Jam jumps five to rebound back up to the number two spot. The Breeders, Cannonball, enters the top ten of the alt-rock chart on January 22nd, 1994. From fourth and yawn, (laughs) using AI, they came up with a club box Kels. Jason Kels and his shirt off and I got a bear in his hand. Ah! Brotherly love. According to Mel Gibson, filming will commence on the fifth and final Lethal Weapon movie in 2024. The actor directing the belated sequel as well as returning to the role of Martin Riggs. And it looks like they got the younger Glover involved in there with the older Glover. So, hmm, we'll see. Maybe they're going to try and reboot it to the younger generation. We need a a younger Mel Gibson, though. Who's going to be that? I guess it's this kid here. I don't know who that is. From Secret Nerd Base, Grover explains to Gen Z and millennials why you never call a group of people boomers when they're mostly Gen X with a very dark sense of humor and no regard for your feelings. From the Gen X group, who remembers Kids in the Hall? Great show. Hilarious. Somebody needs to check on Shane Gills. Now that the Bills and the Eagles are out, I wonder what hat he's going to be wearing. (laughs) Are you okay, Shane? Are you going to make it? You okay? I'm guessing he's probably going to root for Baltimore because he just is like that all sports memes taylor swift driving past jason kels outside the bill stadium after the game the iconic will ferrell scene him running naked down the street andrew mccarthy will reunite with brat packers demi Moore, rob lowe and more for a hulu documentary called brats There's an article from People Magazine there if you want to read it. St. Elmo's Fire crew there in the picture. There it is. The man of the people, Jason Kels, chugging beers out of a bowling ball with the Bills Mafia. So apparently that's a thing up there doing shots out of the the thumb hole of a bowling ball. He's a man of the people. Even the Bills Mafia embraced him. And now, the number three movie this week, 1983, The Verdict. We watched that 
It was number one, like, was it last week? Or maybe dropping down to number three, I guess? Number two movie this week in 1983. Nick Nolte, Eddie Murphy. The boys are back in town. 48 hours. And the number one movie again this week in 1983. Dustin Hoffman. Tootsie grossing $11,521,124. You're too much trouble. You play the tomato if they want a half a day over schedule because you wouldn't sit down. It wasn't logical. You were a tomato. A tomato doesn't have logic. A tomato can't move. That's what I said. So if he can't move, how's he going to sit down, George? No one will hire you. Oh, yeah? The original working girl is back. Hexie! Tootsie Special Edition. It's Michael Dorsey. God, I begged you to get some therapy. Digitally remastered with never-before-seen footage. I'd like to make her look a little more attractive. How far can you pull back? How do you feel about Cleveland? Now's your chance to own one of the funniest. I have to kiss Dr. Brewster. Oh, yeah. He kisses all the women on this show. We call him the tongue. Hippest. You cannot wear white to a casual dinner. It's too dressy. I think we're getting into a weird area here. And sexiest movies ever. I wish that a guy could be honest enough just to say, hey, listen, I find you very interesting. I'd really like to make love to you. Starring Dustin Hoffman, Jessica Lange, Terry Garr, Dabney Coleman, Charles Durning, Gina Davis, Bill Murray, and directed by Sidney Pollack. Michael, there are no other women like you. You're a man. Yes, I realize that, of course, but I'm also an actress. It's the award-winning comedy. What about this thing? I hate the way the horizontal lines make me look too hippie, and, and, and it cuts me across the bus. About love. A guy named Les wants you to marry him? Wants to marry Dorothy. What did you say? What do you mean what I said? I said, I, I, I gotta think it over. Honesty. I'm in love with another woman. <laughs> what are you saying to me? And disturbing behavior. I can't act with this. Oh, shut up. Columbia Pictures presents... Oh, oh. That is one nutty hospital. The must-have comedy you'll watch again and again. I'm very proud of being woman. You are psychotic. Tootsie Special Edition. What do you think? Well, it works. But what? Don't play hard to get. Happy birthday, Gen Xer DJ Jazzy Jeff. Jeffrey Allen Towns, born January 22nd, 1965. Tip of the Gen X spear. Known professionally, of course, as DJ Jazzy Jeff, or just Jazz. The better half of DJ Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince. <clears throat> Happy birthday, Jazz. Taking a look at the music charts for January 22nd, 1983. On the Hot 100, Men at Work, Down Under, repeats at number one. I said to speak of my language. Africa by Toto climbs two notches. There are no new entries to the top ten, but Michael Jackson's Billy Jean debuted at number 47 which seems awful low on the list i mean that's 47 not e didn't even debut in the top 40 when it when it first hit the chart <sighs> i'm pretty sure it'll be number one here in a couple weeks meanwhile over on the mainstream rock chart duran duran hungry like the wolf takes number one from tom petty Darlene from Led Zeppelin gains two spots. Sammy Hagar, The Pretenders, and Frank Marino all enter the top 10 of the mainstream rock chart 41 years ago. January 22nd, 
1983. More memes and mayhem from White Jalen Rose. Bills fans hearing wide right. The trauma dog, the PTSD dog. <laughs> wide right. From the Gen X group, how y'all met Paul Bettany versus how I met him. Yeah, he was great in uh, First Night. There's another one of our Gen X Slacker Show trains. Just another victory Monday. Oh, 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 oh. My contribution to the AI art world, my chief standing proudly over the buffalo that he killed with his bow and arrows. Cautious optimism. John Daly commented on the transgender playing on the LPGA tour saying, I would have won a hundred tournaments if I threw on a skirt and called myself a tranny. That dude is as feminine as a Ford F-150. Yikes. <laughs> 90s grunge and alternative music, a bunch of Nirvana on cassettes. Remember cassettes? Boom! Now we are in 1995, the number three movie this week. Jim Carrey, Jeff Daniels, Dumb and Dumber. Number two movie this week in 1995, Higher Learning. And the number one movie this week in 1995, great movie, Legends of the Fall, grossing $11,538,200. $96. Some people hear their own inner voices with great clearness, and they live by what they hear. Such people become crazy, but they become legend. My fiance, Susanna. Hello. It's Nonna. <laughs> so this is Tristan. From the director of Glory comes a story of the loyalty that held a family together. To us all. <laughs> and the destiny that tore them apart. This is a turning point in the history of the world. Don't talk at me, boys, if I've never seen a war. Help me! chose to be a soldier, and soldiers die! You know you can't make her happy. Gonna try. You will fail. You've been nothing but trouble since you came to this house. They're damn everybody around me as well as myself. I'll wait for you. I'll wait for you forever. Happy birthday, Gen Xer Charlotte Ross, born January 21st, 1968, best known as her role as, best known for her role as Eve on the soap opera Days of Our Lives from 87 to 91, Detective Connie McDowell in NYPD Blue, that's where I, I remember her from. Happy birthday, Charlotte. Taking a look at the Hot 100 for January 21st, 1995. It's the sixth week at number one for boys to men on bended knee.
Take a bow from Madonna jump. <clears throat> Take a bow from Madonna jumps three notches. Melissa Etheridge and 4 p.m. entered the top 10 of the Hot 100 on January 21st, 1995. Meanwhile, on the mainstream rock chart, Van Halen, Don't Tell Me What Love Can Do, takes number one from Pearl Jam. R.E.M. and Green Day both gain three spots. Tom Petty, Queensryche, and Candlebox all enter the top ten of the mainstream rock chart on January 21st, 1995, 29 years ago. On the alternative chart, Green Day, When I Come Around, three peats at number one. Everything Zen by Bush climbs three to number seven. The Flaming Lips, she don't use jelly. I gotta hear it. Oh, come on. I know a girl who thinks it goes. She'll make you breakfast. She'll make you toast. But she don't use butter. And she don't use cheese. She don't use jelly. My grits. Classic television shows. Thank you very much. The original flow doesn't work for an insurance company. She works for Mel's Diner. All right, that was our last time jump. We are now in 1989 and the number three movie this week Twins. Arnold Schwarzenegger, Danny DeVito. Only their mother can tell them apart. Number two movie this week in 1989, Beaches. And the number one movie this week in 1989, Rain Man again. It's a Dustin Hoffman type of show today, I guess. Grossing $9,494,171 this week in 1989. Of course, I'm an excellent driver. That's me drive slow on the driveway. Chris, only 28 miles on the odometer since I drove it a week ago last Saturday. It should be more than 28 miles. What is this? Who is this guy? Raymond is your brother. My brother? I, I don't have a brother. <laughs> I'm an excellent driver. You know how to drive? Yeah. Raymond, Raymond, Raymond! You never, never touch the steering wheel when I'm driving. Do you hear me? Yeah. Do you hear me? Of course, I don't have my underwear. What? Disconnect them bones, them dry bones. Disconnect them bones, them dry bones. Disconnect them bones, them dry bones. Now hear the word of the Lord. Quite a trip, huh? Yeah. Uh-huh. Dustin Hoffman. Tom Cruise in a Barry Levinson film. I like having you for my brother. I'm an excellent driver. Happy birthday, Gen Xer Ken Lung. Ken Lung, born January 21st, 1970. 
Started in Rush Hour, Lost, and Star Wars, The Force Awakens. Oh, he's also on that HBO show, Industry. Happy birthday, Ken. Looking at the Hot 100 chart for January 21st, 1989, Phil Collins, Two Hearts, takes number one from Bobby Brown. Taylor Dane, Def Leppard, and Karen White each gained two spots. Sheriff and White Lion both entered the top 10 of the Hot 100 on January 21st, 1989. Over on the mainstream rock chart for January 21st, 1989, Crosby, Stills, Nash, and Young Got It Made takes number one from U2. As U2 falls out of the top 10, all the way down from number one to number 11. The Love in Your Eyes by Eddie Money jumps five spots to the number three slot. R.E.M., Rush, and White Lion all enter the top ten on January 21st, 1989. Thirty-five years ago. On the alternative chart, Julian Cope, Charlotte Ann takes number one from R.E.M. Orange Crush. Charlotte. Tears Run Rings by Mark Allman climbs two notches. New Order and the Cowboy Junkies join the top 10 of the alternative chart on January 21st, 1989. And that does it for today's episode. There's Darla Nikki, the, the last one. Thanks for sticking around this long and making it all the way to the very, very end. I do appreciate it. You are my favorites. You are the ones that I that I love the most. Uh, production notes. I think we're just we're gonna keep doing this. Like I, I like the idea of going every third day. So it will be a rotating thing. It'll no longer be on specific days. We'll just go three days. So today being Wednesday, we'll skip Thursday, Friday, and we'll go back to Saturday. So it'll feel normal. At this phase, but then Saturday we'll go Sunday off, Monday off, and then do Tuesday next week. So it'll that way we're about an hour, an episode, and we'll get two to three episodes a week. And it'll kind of take me out of the rut. Sometimes you get stuck in a rut. You're doing the same thing on the same day. This will keep me fresh and keep me thinking and and hopefully give me a little extra time <laughs> the two day the two days every other day you know do a show take one day off and then do another show or just too short i don't have enough time uh to think let alone prepare let alone write um i am for some reason you know just like legends in the fall some people listen to that voice in their head and they either go crazy or they become legends I'm doing my best to follow that voice in my head, that guiding voice, the good one, the angel one, not the, not the devil one. Um, and for some reason I need to get back in, I need to refresh my hypnotist skills and try and work that into sort of a, a comedy routine. So that's what I'm going to be working on. Hopefully you will be working on something to better yourself. Listen, take care of yourself first. Love yourself first. And then if you got something left over, spread it around. 
Oh yeah, I probably should tell you this too. I broke up with baby girl on Sunday. It was one of those straw that broke the camel's back kind of thing, you know. Once the red flags start piling up and they get that pile to about waist high, you got to just say enough's enough. Uh, it's just become blatantly obvious to me that Gen X and Gen Z are just not that compatible. For real, for real. No cap. God, I hope that shit wears off soon. You had me talking like an idiot. I love you because you're just another version of me. I am you. You are me. That makes us one big family. I really, truly care about you and and how you're doing. I want you to be better. Do not get into a relationship with somebody who accepts you for who you are. That's horseshit. Get into a relationship with somebody who encourages you to be the best you. Who inspires you to become a better person. Someone who does not accept you for who you are. That's the key to a successful relationship and to eternal happiness. In my humble opinions, I will talk to you again on Super Saturday, the fun time show. Love you. Bye-bye. Mwah!